When we look at the business models for salons, suites, and independent stylists, retail can represent 10 to 20% of the average total revenue, 10 to 20%. So what's stopping you from being on the high end? Come on a journey with us to find the right tools to grow your retail capabilities with our new digital series from the Tees. We're creating a space to talk retail as part of an open, honest conversation to help you significantly increase your take-home from the salon. Our goal is to help take your base wherever you're at and make your own custom formula for retail success with practical advice, retail experts, and boots on the ground specialists. Listen to Talk Retail to Me, a Tees Talks mini-series in this feed once a month. Today, we're kicking off the series with JCPenney Master Stylist and Artistic Educator, Brendetta Ashley, working to define and explain the idea of retail culture. We talk about culture in the salon. Is it a good environment to work in? Do people like each other? But many overlook or possibly overlook the thought of a retail culture. We are joined today by the one and only J.C. Penny Master Stylist and Artistic Educator, Brendetta Ashley. And we want to talk about what you feel is a retail culture. What does it mean to a salon? I absolutely love that term retail culture because I think so many times we forget about what the retail culture should look like. And when I think of a retail culture, I think of something that has an assortment for any and everyone that comes into your salon. So regardless if your hair is straight, wavy, curly, coily, if you're a blonde to a brunette, there should be something there for you. And that is one of the things that I absolutely love about our retail shelves is that you can find something for any type of hair type and not just in specific demographics. It's all across the board. So if you're all the way in California from all the way, you know, to down South in Florida, there's going to be something for your hair type in one of our locations. In case we have some listeners new to the industry, why is it even important to talk about or learn about retail? You need to know about retail because that's what you're selling to your clients or not even, and I wouldn't even say that you're selling it. You're simply giving them what they need to make their hair look like how it looks when they leave the salon. So you have to think about it the same way how your doctor talks to you. Your doctor tells you, you know, when you go home, this is what I need you to do. If you do those things, these are going to be the results. If you don't do these things, these are going to be the results. For us as hairstylists, we want to talk to our clients and we want to tell them, this is what you need to do to your hair. These are the things that you're going to need. So then when you go home, you can recreate the look that I'm giving you today. So I don't even think of it as like you're selling it to them. Mm -hmm. It's simply a conversation that you're having and you're just telling them, this is what I use. Here's how I use it. This is what you're going to need to do when you go home. Don't think of it as you have to be a sales pitch. I think when you start thinking in that mindset, that's what takes it away from, I'm just telling them what I use and how they need to use it versus like, oh my gosh, they have to buy this stuff. I love that. That is so smart to liken it to the instructions you get post any other service professional, right? The doctor, the dentist, the whoever it is, if you want to recreate it, you're going to need to take the steps at home too. So if we're going about instilling the culture, um, you know, how do, where do we start, right? How do you start to say, you know, retail is important. This is how we're going to make this permeate throughout our team. I think the first thing that you have to do is you have to be self-aware of what your um, retail assortment is and actually what you have on your shelves. So in that downtime that you may have in the salon, actually take that and use that to your advantage Mm. and really get to know and understand the products that you have and know what are the key benefits to it. I always say you should know three key benefits to every product, whether it's going to add shine, it's going to seal and protect the ends, it's going to 
give you volume, whatever those things are, they should be like quick things that you can easily remember. So then when you're talking about it, it's going to be easier for you to talk about it. The other thing is, I think you have to stop, you have to get out of the mindset of you're selling a product, but other than you're having a conversation with your client. So when you take them to the shampoo bowl, I'm using this shampoo on your hair. This is the benefits of it. You're instilling like those little seeds. You're planting the seed and it's automatically going to grow. So then, then when you get finished with their hair, you can easily be like, this is what I used. Here's how I used it. Yeah. Versus you throwing all these products to them. And then they're like, what is all this? And then you're trying to sell it all at the very end of the appointment. You should be talking throughout the whole entire process. That's amazing. Because I think that's one of the things that makes retail scary or difficult, right? It's like, oh, dun, dun, dun. We're walking up to the counter. Yes. (laughs) And throughout the whole appointment, I think about if you're just doing a shampoo blow dry, Mm -hmm. you have talked about shampoo conditioner, your leave-in treatment, um, a styling spray, and maybe like maybe two styling sprays. You really only have to sell them one. You don't have to sell them the whole entire kit. Mm -hmm. And by all means, if you can get them to get everything, that's a plus. But if you are a little nervous about the conversation, really upsell one of them and just really talk about why you love it so much. I think if we love it, our clients will automatically love it because we're using it on them. And we have to have that. You should only be using things that you love. Mm. Like I only use products that I absolutely love. So then it's so much easier for me to talk about it. That's a great point. And our pros are the experts. So yes. (laughs) And clients, they will, they come to us for guidance. Mm -hmm. That's what we always have to remember that they're coming to us for that guidance. So because of that, we really want to make sure that we are giving them that direction and that knowledge. So then they don't go to other outside sources. Yeah. Great point. Um, Do you teach your stylist to retail at JCPenney salons? Walk me through that process. Absolutely. So <laughs> that is one of like the key things that we do, which I absolutely love is with the education, with any education class that they take, there's always going to be a portion of the retail component to it. So this would be the takeaway or the take home to this service that we're learning about today. Here are the key benefits to it. Here is how you can use it into the salon. I think of also we have our business building courses that they can learn about where we really kind of dig in a little bit deeper, have like scenarios that we can talk about. And it gives them a little bit better of understanding why the importance of selling your retail to them. And one of the other things that I love about with us is that, let's say, for example, in your salon, you may be sold out of the item that you really want to sell to them. We have the option for them to purchase it online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's lovely. Yes. Really can come full circle because even if they're out, don't want to run back in, they've got that option too. And it can go directly to their home. Amazing. What are some of the tips for those that are just coming into a JCPenney salon? Um, What are some of the tips that they can use to succeed in selling retail? So my very first one, um, I mentioned it before, I would say is take some of your downtime that you may have and really learn and understand the products that we have on the shelves. Not only do you can literally just take the stand there and read the product, but then you also have on our learning sites We have like all of the product knowledge that you can need for any and every retail item that we sell. The other thing that I would do is partner with somebody in your salon. Mm. So if you see someone in your salon and they are really good at selling retail, talk to them, tell, ask them, how are you doing these things? How is it coming across? Um, How do you make it so easy and simple? And then the third thing that I would say is practice 
practice, Mm -hmm. practice with your family, practice with your friends, go into key scenarios. I would do that all the time. And so funny, like my mom and my sister, I have always kind of played scenarios with them. Like, well, I need to practice this to see how this sounds. And they would be a real client. Like they would be the client that would say yes. And then the client that maybe would give me a hard time. Mm -hmm. And what it taught me was how to work in any and every type of situation, because I think we have to, we have to speak to that and we have to be authentic no matter how much we love it, someone still may not want to get it and that's okay, but we have to know how can we plant that seed in them and so they can maybe get it in the future or the next time. Amazing. So all of this wealth of knowledge seems to come really natural to you <laughs> um, and you have it down to a science. Tell me about kind of your personal journey on how you learned retailing. So I would tell you in the very beginning, I was one of those people who was nervous to sell retail. All right. Yeah. And then I had a clientele that was coming to me on a very weekly basis. So in my mind, I was like, they don't need retail because Ah. I'm their retail. And if they buy retail, they're not going to want to come to me. And that is absolutely not the case Mm -hmm. because to maintain what they're getting done, they still need to have something at home. So that was the point that I needed to learn and understand was that no matter if they're coming to me on a weekly basis, there still is one item that they're going to need to maintain this hairstyle, Mm -hmm. whether it is a a shine spray, a hairspray, a serum, you know, a dry shampoo. It could be whatever you may need to be. They may even go on vacation and they need shampoo and conditioner for vacation. So there's always going to be that opportunity for you to sell something to your client. And I also took away the word sale Mm -hmm. and I thought of it as just a conversation. So I know I've been talking about that a lot, but you really have to think about it as a conversation. You're shampooing their hair. A lot of times they can smell the shampoo. That is your, Mm -hmm. listen for those like little key opportunities to kind of give your elevator pitch to it. So the minute they say like, oh, that smells good. What is that? You instantly tell them, this is the shampoo that I'm using here, the benefits to it. And then you let it go Mm. and you carry on with the conversation because you just planted the seed in them. You don't have to say, here are the key benefits. This is how it works. Do you want to buy it today? Yeah. Because they're going to be like, whoa, that was a lot. lot." (laughs) Like, I don't know if I want that's aggressive. So I don't know if I necessarily want that. But if you just ease yourself into those conversations. The other thing that I think about, which made it a whole lot easier is being okay with hearing no. Yeah. And that is a hard one for us. Mm -hmm. I think in our industry as a whole, we don't like when people tell us, Oh no, thank you. Not today. Cause we're emotionally attached to it. So we instantly feel like, Oh my gosh, they told me no forever. They did not tell you no forever. They told you no for this moment right now. So you take that and you could maybe just put a, a star by their name because then now, you know, they told you no this time, but the next time when they come, I would talk about the products that I'm using again, and eventually they're going to get something. So you have to think about it is, is not no forever, but it's no, not right now in this moment. I love that you mentioned to put a star by their name, write it down, right? Is there a way that you have in your retail experience tracked purchases or sort of had those little notes, if you will, like, Hey, Kelly's coming in. I know that she bought XYZ this time. Um, I'm going to ask her about this today. Absolutely. So that's one of the things that I love about with our um, customer history service that we have. So we have an opportunity to see when was the last time they came in, what services they got done, um, what are some of the things that they purchased. So then that way you can kind of keep a track record of what they had. 
And if you notice, maybe she bought products, let's say at her first appointment, and now it's been probably 12 weeks and she hasn't bought anything in between that time, nine times out of 10, she's going to need something. So this would be my opportunity to talk to her about that. The other thing I think about is when you know new things are coming into the salon Mm. in which we kind of always make sure that they know a couple of weeks before it actually comes into the salon, that's your opportunity to learn about it. So then the minute you see it on your back bar, that would be my go-to product to use. And then the client conversation now becomes, I noticed this smells a little bit different from the last time of what you used. What is this? Mm. So now you can start talking about this new product. Oh, this is something new that we just got into the salon. It's amazing. It smells really good. It's going to give you a good shine to your hair. It's really going to protect your color. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we should switch it up a little bit. Yeah, that's amazing. It's almost to me, you know, in hearing you talk about all these different kind of trigger points, it's like, when in the consultation do you bring up XYZ, right? So you mentioned the scent, the smell, that's your key to be like, okay, let's talk about shampoo conditioner. If you're putting on a third product or a fourth, oh, that might be the hair mask, right? And what is it doing for you? Then when they bring out the hot tools and they have the protectant spray, that might be another trigger point too. So I love that almost an approach of kind of like scripting out those moments that you're supposed to remember to talk about retail. Absolutely. And I think one of the things that we have to be mindful of is just like we have a consultation for the actual service that we're going to be doing. We also have to have within that consultation, what do they currently use on their hair at home? Yeah, I think that that's such an important question to ask them and not to shame them for whatever they're using and why they're using it. I know we all kind of feel that way when we hear about certain brands and they're using it, you're like, you're using what on your hair? Like, (laughs) don't use that. But I think that that to me is a huge opportunity for us to say, here's why you should be using this product versus that product. Here are going to be the benefits. Here are going to be the differences. Here's why you should purchase it from me, your hairstylist versus any other outside source, because I can guarantee this is, hasn't been tampered with. I can guarantee the results. Right. If you maybe you decide you want to try something else different, you have easy access to come back and return it and exchange it for something else. So that is a bigger opportunity versus being like, oh my gosh, girl, don't use that ever. Yeah. Right. Just to give it because I, you know, the general consumer may see a professional product at TJ Maxx, right? Mm-hmm. And be like, oh, and we in the industry know that it's not really supposed to be on the shelf there, right? right. Um, and we can't guarantee what that product is giving you. So I love that point too, it, as an educational step in the retail process. And I think it's the exact same way, like with a doctor. A doctor is going to say, here's your prescription. You need to go downstairs to the pharmacy and do it. And if you're like, oh, I went and got some generic, you know, Advil off the street. He would be like, I don't know what that is. Like, I'm not a part of that. So it's the, so good. you have to think about it as the exact same way that we are prescribing something to our clients mm-hmm. to give them the best results of their hair. I love that. Um, what about if we bring this kind of full circle, if, if I'm a stylist out there saying, yep, okay, so I'm going to have these conversations in the salon. Does it help to talk about this on social? Like, what are some of the ways to say, like, here's the new product? How do we demonstrate it? Like, walk me through that. This is like a world of itself. And I love this part of social. I think, again, we got into this And I I feel like it has changed a lot, especially since COVID, but we definitely were in this space of like, we didn't want to give away too many of our secrets on social because we felt like 
we were giving away too much information and we were making it too easy for people to do their hair at home. And that is not the case. You have to think about it is the more information you give, the more people are going to want to come to you for more information. So in your post, it is it takes nothing away from you to say, I created this beautiful style. Here is what I use. They can never recreate it the way you created it. Mm -mm. (laughs) They're going to always want to come back to you. So saying what you use and here, come purchase it from me. Or you can even put little teasers because I do this sometimes. If you want to learn more about this, shoot me a DM. Mm, That's good. And The minute they shoot you that DM, respond within a respectable time, 24 to 48 hours and say, hey, I would love for you to come to the salon. I can give you a free consultation. Here is how the things that I've done to your hair. I think as a newer stylist coming in, you have to use every outsource every opportunity as a way to build your business and posting on social media about products. Even if you, let's say you don't have where you did it on someone's hair, but you have the actual product shot itself, post that and say, Hey, this is a new product that I'm using. I absolutely love it. I would love for you to come to the salon and experience it. I love that. That's great. Um, What about retailing for tools? Um, Is that a big part of your process? Absolutely. I think it goes the same way. And here is where you can really be the leader behind the chair that you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Here is the tool that I use. This tool and this tool only is a tool that I use. Here is how you need to properly use this tool. I have gone as far as like writing out directions. Here's how to use it. Here's what temperature to keep it on. Here is how you need to apply the thermal um, protectant onto your hair. These steps. They love that information. And I think we have to get out of this mindset of I'm giving them too much of my goodness. No, you're not. You're not at all. The more you give them, the more they're going to want to come to you and ask you questions. One, because they are going to feel more comfortable and confident that you're going to actually help them. And two, you are giving them good guidance. You're not just saying like, oh, yeah, just blow dry curl and there you go. Like you're giving them a real step by step. That's interesting too, because, you know, things like the, the heat settings, right? Like what temperature should I have on my flat iron or on my hair curler? Right. I mean, that's something that's really of interest and that could also damage the hair if they're not doing it properly. Right. So I love that. Um, bringing that knowledge to the tools too. And just because you have to remind them, you know, just because it can go to 450, does it mean <laughs> that I want you to put it at you 450? <laughs> Like I want you to keep yours at, you know, 390 or whatever. Like yeah. that's, and don't go past that. And I'm going to instantly know. You're the proof is going to be in the pudding next time, right? <laughs> Those ends are going to be a little extra crispy. Those secrets. We, we know the secrets. They're not a secret, right? <laughs> we so know the secrets. <laughs> Amazing. Um, as we wrap up, what is your number one go-to bestseller at JCPenney Salons? I feel like there's so many different ones. Um, If I had to pick one, and I use this a lot. um, I posted about it a lot on my social. It is like my absolute favorite thing to use. And that is going to be the Chi Lava Flatiron. Okay. That Flatiron is absolutely amazing. It's something that you can use in the salon as well as you can use at home. 
Um, it gets the hair so silky smooth and it adds mm. such amazing shine to the hair. It really is going to seal in that smoothness and the product that you have on there without damaging it. So that for sure is my go-to. Um, I will tell anybody if for a stylist that's out there, if you get one, use it, post it, and it will blow your social up. I'm just going to leave it at that. You know, okay, so I'm I'm going to go buy that. <laughs> I'm going to take your retail recommendation because... Again, you're the expert. That's awesome. I love that. And then another question, um, if you know everyone's out there saying, okay, I got it. Here's all the tips. What is the easiest product to start a client with throughout that consultation journey? Hairspray. Hairspray. Okay. Hairspray is the easiest thing you can sell to a client because everyone needs it. Yeah. Everyone uses it. It does not matter if they have short hair, long hair. If they curl it, if they keep it straight, they're going to use some form of a hairspray. So that is always going to be my go-to, whether it's going to be hairspray for volume, um, for shine, for um, texture, a dry shampoo, anything in the form of hairspray, you can sell. Got it. I like it. And do you have a go-to or dare we not say? (laughs) Oh, there's so many. (laughs) <laughs> um, okay, so I will give my top three. Oh, okay, great. I would do that. Um, Matrix High Amplify, that is an amazing okay. um, finishing hairspray. It's going to add a nice medium hold to the hair without putting it too heavy. Okay. Because you don't want it to be too heavy. Um, my next one is going to be Weed Add, their Shine Spray. Shine Spray Ooh. is amazing. It's very light, but it gives you the perfect shine that you're going to need for your hair. And then you can't go wrong with Sexy Hair Spray and Play. Right. Like, I think that that is a, a staple that you should always have. It's going to give you the perfect amount of hold, but still have some flexibility within your style. I love it. All right. We got so many good tips today. Again, a wealth of knowledge. Thank you so much for joining us. And for talking retail to me. <laughs> yes, thank you. I enjoyed it. And definitely, if you guys ever have any questions, you can always reach out to me on my social, Edgy Beat Girl. Amazing. And then you can also follow um, our JCP page. They can help you on that side, which is going to be JCPenney Salons. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you.